but you also need to activate faith in your finances. And you might ask, how do I do that? How do I activate my faith? There are several ways. The best way is through your relationship with Christ. Welcome to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur, business owner, and spiritual life coach. Bobby and his brother Glenn own Alliance Sports Group, a collection of hardware and sports product lines, including Nebo tools and flashlights, sold in over 40,000 retail stores across America. Bobby would like your feedback. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at OnTheBrightSide.org. Now, get ready for On the Bright Side with Bobby. I want to encourage you in your finances today. And I'm going to do that by sharing with you some wisdom in the Word about your money, your faith, and two elephants. So, before you ask what does two elephants have to do with my financial situation, uh, just listen to this. Two elephants... We're taking a leisurely walk on the decks of Noah's Ark after the big flood. They stood for quite a while looking out into the water at every direction as far as they could see. Finally, one elephant speaks. Wasn't this couple's cruise a great idea? Okay, how many think that that was the female elephant that spoke up? It probably was. But in any case, you have to admit, she had a great attitude. And that's the first thing that we want to remember about our finances. We have to have a good attitude. We can't get discouraged about our financial situation. We have to keep everything in perspective. The Apostle Paul said, whatever happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. So if we're going to see things turn around... It starts with having a good attitude, like the elephant who chose to believe she was on a couple's cruise. We also need to grasp a concept that many of us struggle with. You see, as Christians, we're called to walk a different path. We learn in the Word that we live in the world, but we are not of the world. We know that we must engage in and adopt somewhat to the world around us. But our influence and convictions come from God and not from the world. As Christians, in fact, we are to reject what the world has to offer us because our motives and ambitions and inner strength comes from the Lord. So when, so we don't let the world influence, influence us. So when it comes to our money and all financial matters, it should be the same way. Because our money is also called To a different path and purpose. If we don't allow the world to dictate our thinking and influence our moral and spiritual decisions, why would we allow the world to make the rules and set the course for our money? But unfortunately, most of us decide that our faith and our money live in two different worlds. We're programmed to believe the banker, the Wall Street Journal, some newsletter, or any and all advice that comes from a broken financial system. But I want to submit to you today that your money and your finances are subject to kingdom principles just as much as anything else in your life. In fact, the Word says more on the subject of finances than just about anything else. 
You see, God wants to reveal himself to us by intervening in our finances. And he's provided us with principles and promises and wisdoms that when applied will not be subject to any economic indicator, any stock market analysis, currency fluctuation, interest calculation, consumer trend or forecast. God doesn't need their help to guide us to financial prosperity. One of the best examples of our money walking a different path is when we are sensitive to the needs of ministry and we decide to invest in it. Then God always blesses us in some way. We don't know in what way and we don't know when it will come. But it always happens, and sometimes it even happens financially. I'm convinced that God wants to teach us. He wants to grow us and ultimately to bless us with every good thing in our life. And there's one more thing that I need to tell you. You not only need a good attitude about your finances and need to understand that your money is not like the world's money, but you also need... To activate faith in your finances. And you might ask, how do I do that? How do I activate my faith? There are several ways. The best way is through your relationship with Christ. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. Through him, our faith literally has no limit. Another way is you activate your faith by speaking his word. Because faith comes by hearing the word even if you're the one speaking it. And you can activate your faith by praising Him. You praise Him for what He's done, you praise Him for what He's doing, and you praise Him for what He's going to do in your life. Listen, if you're struggling today with your finances, today's a good day to stop worrying about it and allow God to become your business manager And I believe that when you do that, something good will happen in Jesus' name. Have you ever made a decision and later regretted it? Well, stay tuned and be encouraged to learn that your bad decisions don't have to be the end of you. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. What's less than two inches big, fully rechargeable, and comes in three sporty colors? It's Nebo Tools Micro Pocket Light. Impossibly bright and unbelievably small, the Micro features six unique light modes, including the 400 lumen turbo mode and three LED color lighting options, red, green, and white light, to accommodate any situation. The Micro is small enough to conceal in your hand or fit on your key ring. This powerful pocket light even comes with a stainless steel necklace chain to keep this light with you wherever you go. Choose red, black, or silver to match your personal style. Find Nebo Tools intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the tiny yet powerful micro pocket light at batteries plus bulbs outlets in hardware stores everywhere and online at NeboTools.com. That's N-E-B-O-Tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order at work, home, or play. For the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. And now back to On the Bright Side as Bobby Bollinger shares his unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith. I want to share for a minute 
about making good decisions. Now, uh, I believe that all of our important decisions have a chance for glory, or they don't. And to explain what I mean, I first have to tell you about a bad decision that I once made. Now, when I was a boy, I played football, and we had a pretty good team. And in the last game of the season, uh, we were marching down the field with just a few minutes left in the game. Uh, Now, I played quarterback, and because we had a two-touchdown lead, the coach called timeout, and he called me over, and he said, "Uh, okay, Bollinger, just keep the ball on the ground and run the clock out and don't screw it up. I said, okay, coach, and I went back to the huddle. And when I got back to the huddle to call the play, our wide receiver, which was a boy named Chucky, And he looked at me and he said, Bobby, this is the last play of the season. It's the last play I'll ever have on this team because of my age, and I I know I can get open. It's my last chance to make a touchdown. You've got to throw me a pass. So I looked over at the coach, and he was doing this. And I looked back at Chucky and his pleading eyes, and I made a decision. And I called a pass play into the end zone. So when I took the snap from center, immediately I was facing this blitz of rushers. And so I was running for my life. And right before I was hit, I just heaved the ball to the corner of the end zone where Chucky was supposed to be. And laying on the ground, out of the corner of my eye, I saw a little defensive back for the other team intercept the pass and begin running the other way down the field. And all I was thinking right then was, this is not good. So I managed to jump up and go after him, and I was determined to stop this disaster in the making. And I actually had a shot at tackling him around the 50-yard line, but when I dived to tackle him, not only did I miss him, but he stepped on my hand and he broke my thumb as he kept running to score a 109-yard touchdown. It hurts to talk about it. It really does. (laughs) Later, I learned it was the national record for the longest touchdown in our state. (laughs) Uh, Well, okay. Now, can we just all agree that I made a bad decision? And is it any wonder? I mean, first, I undermined my coach, which was my authority. I took an unnecessary risk. And then I had to live with the humiliation and consequences of my decision. My broken thumb was one of them. But the thing is, my decision never had a chance for glory because I made it for all the wrong reasons. And the Word of God is full of stories of people making bad decisions. You just take Jonah, for instance. Now, the Lord gave Jonah a mission. Go to Nineveh, preach to the heathens there. But it didn't make sense to Jonah To go to Nineveh, it was a bad and dangerous place, so instead, he makes a decision, and he takes a cruise instead. But God wasn't through with Jonah. Now, how many know our bad decisions doesn't alter what God intends to do with us? 
Because the word says, my purpose will stand and I will do all that I please. Well, you know the story. story. Jonah's shipwrecks. He gets swallowed by a whale. And I figured that just about the time Jonah sees the teeth of that whale, he was thinking, this is not good. You see, when Jonah decided on his own not to go to Nineveh, his decision never had a chance for glory. Well, thankfully for Jonah and for me, our bad decisions don't have to be the end of us. They can bring us to a place of repentance and restoration because of the amazing grace of God. Like when Peter denied the Lord three times, the decision he made didn't have a chance for glory, but because of God's grace and Christ's love, Peter learned from his bad decision and was restored and overcame his mistakes. Every important decision either has a chance for glory or it doesn't. And when we make them impulsively or selfishly or to satisfy our lust or our ego, those decisions never have a chance. It's kind of like when King David decided he had to have Bathsheba. That decision never had a chance for glory. But when we're faced with making an important decision in our life and we pray for wisdom and the outcome that we're seeking in our decision making is to bring honor and integrity to the situation, then that decision always has a chance for glory. Not our glory but his. I'm telling you all this because we're all going to make some bad decisions. And maybe, like me, you've made some recently. But I want you to know that God is faithful. And if we'll trust him, he'll always be there for you in your bad decisions. The word says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him. And he, listen to this, will make your way straight. It says he will make your way straight. That means he knows our way needs straightening out. Our way is not straight. And our own decision making is one of the reasons that our way gets crooked. But if when, when we are wrestling with making a decision... We say, Lord, does this way have a chance for glory? Then I believe he will guide our thinking and honor our sincerity. And not only will our path be straight, but we'll begin to understand this passage of the scripture in Isaiah where it says, whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way, walk in it. And then everything you do will have a chance for glory. And something good will happen. In Jesus' name. How we demonstrate love to others is very important to God. Stay tuned to hear how to live with the purpose God intends for you to have. On the Bright Side, we'll be right back. 
Sometimes you discover something that's so ultra cool and handy that it just screams, you need this. Meet the Nebo Tools Slim. This is a thin, ergonomic, rechargeable pocket light that puts out 500 lumens of intense bright light. This isn't like any flashlight you've ever seen, and it's shaped like your cell phone. A task light and flashlight, the Slim fits, hangs, or sits just about anywhere. Fully dimmable with power memory recall. The ultra cool Slim pocket light features a pocket clip, collapsible hanging hook, and powerful magnet base for convenient hands-free lighting. This light will prove so handy that you don't want to go anywhere without it. The Slim, just one of the many reasons why Nebo is the leader in lighting innovation. Buy Nebo Tools' intensely bright lights and flashlights, including the ultra-cool and handy Slim, at batteries plus bulbs outlets, in hardware stores everywhere, and online at nebotools.com. That's N-E-B-O tools.com. Use the promo code Christian Radio and receive a 10% discount on your order. At work, home, or play, for the ultimate in flashlights, let Nebo light your way. We hope you're enjoying Bobby Bollinger's unique layman's perspective as viewed through his lifelong journey of faith on The Bright Side. I want to talk about giving for a minute. Not just any giving, but generous, abundant giving. But first, I have to tell you a story. It's a true story. It took place in the early 1900s about a young man named William Borden. Now, William was born into privilege and was the first heir to the Borden dairy fortune. Being well-traveled, William had seen firsthand the desperate needs of people in many different cultures. And after graduating high school, he wrote a letter to his parents and he announced that he intended to devote his life to service in the mission field. At that time, he wrote in his Bible two words, no reserves. He then went on to Yale College and became an exceptional student and a leader who led a movement of spiritual renewal on campus. By his senior year, over 1,000 of Yale's 1,300 students were attending weekly Bible study. While in college, he established the Yale Mission to give aid to homeless people. After graduating from Yale, William could have moved immediately into the huge family business or taken a number of job offers, but he never wavered over his calling. He went on to Princeton Seminary, and he graduated two years later. Then finally, it was time for his first missions appointment. He set sail for Egypt to reach Muslims for Christ. And on the way... He wrote two more words in his Bible, no retreats. William arrived in Cairo, threw himself into the task at hand, but when day, within days he became ill. He was stricken with spinal meningitis, and within a few months, William died at the age of 25. When the news of his death reached America, the entire country mourned. In terms of human logic, the death of such a promising young person was so tragic. But that's not the way young William saw it. During his last hours of life, he penned two final words in his Bible, no regrets. When we think of giving, We almost always relate the subject to money. 
how much we have, how much we can afford to part with. We think of tithing and our obligation to our church and special projects like missions, but that's just a small part of what true, generous giving is all about. William Borden didn't live a long life, but he lived a full life, full of hope, full of faith, and full of the love of God in others. His purpose in life guided his every decision, especially the one to walk away from a life of incredible wealth and affluence. William was the best kind of generous, abundant giver. He made his life his gift to God. You see, most of us like to think we would all be generous givers if first we were blessed with enough money or enough talent. But the truth is, being a generous giver starts from within. When we understand that what matters most to God isn't our money or our logic, but simply our love. The kind of love that can walk away from what's comfortable to be sure we have it, and the kind of love that can't help but to be shared with others, and the kind of love that knows it's a blessing and a privilege just to be able to give. The Apostle Paul revealed a promise along with the purpose. When he wrote the believers in Corinth, he said, you will be made rich in every way. Well, that's the promise. He goes on, so that you can be generous on every occasion. And there's the purpose. God gives to us generously so we can do the same for others. I believe when we can start giving on purpose like that, that's when we can start living with the purpose that God intends for us to have. And that's when those six words that young William wrote in his Bible will be our legacy as well. No reserves. No retreats. No regrets. Thank you for listening to On the Bright Side with Bobby Bollinger, entrepreneur and business owner. As a spiritual life coach, how can he help you? Questions, comments, prayers? Bobby reads every email and personally responds to most of them. Bobby at onthebrightside.org or join the discussion on Facebook. You can also call 847-312-8197. This show is brought to you by Nebo Tools. Nebo Tools, N-E-B-O, is the maker of intensely bright lights and flashlights. Relied on by emergency professionals across America. Trusted by many at work, home, or play. Let Nebo light your way. Learn more about Nebo Tools at onthebrightside.org or call 847-312-8197. Pregnant, single, alone. Where does a young woman in this situation turn to for help? Embrace Grace. Does your church stand in the gap for young pregnant women in need of love and support? Embrace Grace. How can a congregation be both pro-life and pro-love? Embrace Grace. Embrace Grace responds with love to women in an unplanned pregnancy. Embrace Grace reaches out with kindness and acceptance and without judgment. Nearly 500 churches offer Embrace Grace, 
a gospel-centered program designed to help single pregnant moms let go of past hurts and wounds and prepare them spiritually, emotionally, and practically for motherhood. Embrace Grace paves the way for young single women to become spiritually and emotionally healthy parents. Visit EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484 to learn how your church can embrace grace. That's EmbraceGrace.com or call 817-755-8484.